2: what else you
1: want to do? You want to just talk about Goddamn! Yes. 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 You know, I like what
3: they do. Did y'all
2: know that people actually lease phones?
1: hmm
0: You mean, like, lease, give back, and... Yes. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. People trade up. Right. Trade their phones in all the time.
1: Or just like how some people just be renting computers at renter centers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: a different that's a different piece.
1: You know, you can get the flyest computer and spend thirty nine ninety nine a month. Like, all right, that's what you want to do
3: for six years.
1: I don't I, think the contract is that long. I think it could be on a month to month basis. I don't think you're locked in with it.
3: I am. It's I month to month, away. but then I'm you get it. And if you miss that uh, payment, that's how they get you didn't come get all this shit and you didn't get any kind of equity so it's not like you own the computer well, you know
2: you don't own it anyway if you if you lease it, then you I mean, to give it
3: back. It's my understanding at rent-a-center you can rent to own that's the whole point so you buy your couch carpet man back have in y'all the day, ever, you could buy yeah. rims at rent-a-center have y'all ever like, like visited those kind of places
0: real quick hey mr shark Hey yep. Ms. Sharp, thanks for joining us. You the first one up in the uh in the comments today. Um have I ever been to the renter center? Like like participated
2: in that kind of that kind of yes. business strategy.
0: <laughs> what up, farmer? Yeah, Ms. Nicole. Be, like, when you mean business strategy, like set up my own business yes. or be be a consumer. Be a customer.
2: That- a customer of like a rent to own type oh. of and not like a car.
0: Yeah, no. I I, um, I do I have I have thought about it. I mean, you know, times I ain't had a cash I needed and um that looked like a, a good opportunity but ultimately i just decided to go without
3: got to do what you got to do sometimes I,
0: I, I mean it wasn't anything that i actually needed and and i knew right. the way they um set up their business structure um what's up chore um yeah very predatory and you weren't going to catch me with those you know crazy interest rates right. and all that
3: I mean i did all that like i used to have uh i got my rims from Renner center I got, like, my furniture from Rent-A-Center. That's how I know about it. Would you recommend, like, people and be like, you know what, you should,
2: this is a good strategy to own stuff, or would you tell people to just, like, wait
3: and save up and then buy it outright? I am hesitant to tell people what they should do in their own personal life. I wouldn't do it anymore, simply because now I know that. And you're right, right, it is a very predatory, same as uh, payday loan spots. I went Mm -hmm. to payday loan. You know I, did, that, I did do payday loan. I did do that. That was not fun.
1: <laughs>
3: they will catch you slipping.
1: Wait, I mean, so, I sold blood, blood. Check, before?
0: check,
3: check, check oh, your that. audio input, Neil. What was that like for y'all, the,
2: the payday loan thing?
3: I mean, hell, this was during the time when we was living together. I didn't have no job back then. I had to do what I had to do. I went to the payday loan a, a few different times. I sold blood back in them days. I did that before. Uh, it was part of experiments. Anything you got to you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm right. saying? So I would never sit around and be like, you know, don't do this because, you know, it's not what you need to be doing or whatever the case is, because if it's a choice of food, no food, you got to do what you got to do. But that's right. not that's not the same. That's not even equitable like
2: you to do that. You will probably go without the food because then you, you kind of put yourself in a position where you have to pay this astronomical mm-hmm. rate fees, etc. Well your like? I I did. I've given plasma. I remember for uh for high school, my boy, my boy, um Greg. Y'all know Greg. Rest in peace. He did, he was like tight on some money for his date, so we went we went down to the city. gave some I gave some blood. He gave some blood. Say whatever I get, you can have. And it was just like you know, it was love. But we did that a couple of times in high school, in college. I gave some plasma, and they get the, they hit you in the bottom, I I back for that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I agree with you, John. You gotta do what you gotta do, but I. But I think about the the rent-to-own type of thing. That seems a little bit on the opposite side of that.
0: Well, I I also think it also d- depends on what you know. Not everyone knows what we know, and we didn't know everything we know uh, when we were younger that we know now. I mean, it's a matter of the options you perceive as in front of you. And so I'm with John. And like, yeah, I pretty much try to give people as much information as possible, and then let them make a decision on what they feel is best for them. Facts. Reflecting on information they've been given. Yeah, um bottom line. Yeah, cuz you know some people
1: Some people just don't know I remember when they were doing that whole giving blood shit They was like yo cuz I got that rare blood that anybody could take so they was always asking me for my blood And I was like yo and the doctor laughed when I asked this I was like my blood is so rare and I keep giving it what's gonna happen when I need it. He started laughing (laughs) I was like, you know what I don't mind helping people, but if my joint is so rare I need to hold on to what I got, but I changed my mind. I, I do like helping people, though.
0: Any Anyone ever consider giving um, selling their semen?
1: No. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: I'm not surprised. Okay? They didn't want it. They didn't want it. They was like, oh, we don't need no broke young black men. Sorry. No, uh, no, the
1: most? Is there anything that you wouldn't sell?
3: Uh, Wouldn't go that far. I mean, there's uh, plenty of things that I wouldn't sell, but uh, again, like I said, um, you know, it is during that phase of my life, and I looking back on it, I didn't feel a sense of desperation about anything or whatever. But I mean, it was very, very much paycheck to paycheck, not even that sometimes. So, um, I was y'all remember, I would, I'm gonna do whatever I got to do, period. And mm-hmm. that's where my mentality was then. That's kind of where well. my mentality is now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know. There's things that I would not necessarily do. There's lines that I'm not necessarily going to cross. But uh, shit, jerking off into a cup for some money? <laughs> give a shit about that? I do that. I would have did it twenty years ago. I do it now. They didn't want me at that point, so I was like, okay, gotta gotta shake my jelly and do what I got to do.
1: around and your sperm and be like, oh, we only give you twenty dollars for this.
3: I can't even remember exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blood was selling for something like sixty five to eighty dollars, if I recall correctly. Yeah, plasm- but you could only plasma, do it.
2: The plasma hits you. The blood, the blood gets you, but
3: you got more for the plasma. Right, but you couldn't. You couldn't do it. But like every
1: oh, uh, six weeks or something like that. Uh, yeah,
3: something like that. So that was like I needed that money ASAP. I had to do what I had to do. Go to NIH or shit. There was some other kind of labs and whatnot that you could hit up. I would go to one in Georgetown. Go to one in Bethesda. Dude, the train ride to get
2: out there was crucial. I was like, man, damn, I'm going far to get this stuff, to make this money.
1: (laughs) Well, so people are here with us. Right,
3: right, right. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. It's yet another episode of Straight No Chase of the Podcast, Uh, you know, where we just kind of talk about things like giving blood and various other bodily fluids. Uh, My name is, as you can see, John, and we are here with the Fearsome Foursome. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Like we said, please like, share, subscribe to this uh, podcast. We are everywhere that you want to be. We're on Instagram. We're on iTunes. Thank everybody with iTunes. Around the world. So Switzerland, what's up? China, what's happening? Um, Turkey, everywhere else. And that said, fellas, introduce yourself. I'm going to kick it off. Uh, Rashim, go for it.
0: What up, everybody? How y'all doing, Ra? I just got to give a shout out to my girl, uh, Brittany neighbor Collins, Black House Coffee. Um, black owned woman owned, check it out. Coffee Beans. Um, she sent me a hoodie, so I had to shout her out. She sent me a hoodie. Um, with that said, we got our own merch, y'all. Go to the straight store, go to you know, straightnochaserpodcast.com, straight with an eight nochaserpodcast.com. Go get your t shirt. I have worked up the, the medicinal meat t shirts, but I'm working on some new stuff with our platform. So, sisters, if y'all got that medicinal meat, go on and get the t shirt. Brothers, if y'all want the
3: medicinal meat, go on and get the t-shirt. Don't uh, lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You need, what, to
2: what, a, what? you need to do a survey to find out if you really got medicinal meat.
3: <laughs>
0: wow. So <laughs> oh, we to Hold
2: up. People think they got that that wop 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 mm-hmm. wop and they got that
1: wop wop wop.
2: So you got to really do your research first. My bad, big ox. I had to.
1: Nah, it ain't nothing to it. Anyway, your boy Ox, the voice of the people. We back at it again. Um, yeah, love y'all, miss y'all. Go ahead, KG.
3: Let's get a cracking. Let's go. Well, I mean, speaking of that, loving y'all yes and missing everybody. Like, how y'all feel? You know, we good. What's been going on with your lives? Cause we would we did this podcast initially so that we could stay tight. Check in wow. with each other, womp womp womp, over COVID, and now it's been going on what over a year, and we still need to kind of check in and just make sure everybody's good, taking temperatures, and you know, it's a stressful ass life. So, how y'all feeling? What's going on? Everybody's good. What, what, what's up with you, KG? How about we start with you since you were the most uh, emotionally distant of the four. That's uh, <laughs> that sarcasm, internet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good one. That's a John. John get running. I like that, John. Uh,
2: you know, I appreciate that. The uh so to get y'all some backstory, we we kind of do some dialogue behind the scenes and talk about like all right, what we're we gonna talk about. And uh I'll put out the subject, I put out to the group a subject around just like emotional like health, like where everybody is. So there was a lot of dialogue around. Should we really go down this road? Because are people going to listen to it? And uh, we landed on, clearly, we're going to give it a roll, give it a go. Um, So for me, with everything that's kind of happening in the world, I would say I'm kind of numb at best. Um, You know, working in in the field that I do and leading a team that I lead, it's, it's, it's very, I would say, difficult to kind of you know, put myself fully in, in all of the emotions and all the stuff that kind of goes on. Like, I, I can't watch these videos. I would be no good to myself, to my family, to my team. Um, So I watched The Verdict, you know. But then an hour later, you see a, a young lady get killed um, who called for some assistance. So I would say I'm numb. I would say that, you know, I love, I love y'all. Uh, sent a couple of messages out to some folks to check in. But um, I would say it's draining. You know, you kind of see the same thing over and over and over again. Fortunately for me, I have several outlets that I can leverage at work. Our our CEO kind of chimed in on the group, our our IRG group. So basically, kind of like the minority platforms that they have. Uh, We had a, a session yesterday and they're creating a space and an opportunity and say it's an obligation for us to kind of have these kind of conversations so i think those type of things enable to to be able to bring your full self to work has been wonderful so i I don't have to just do when i get home or show up at work and put on the facade that everything is cool so you can be vulnerable kind of whenever you'd be vulnerable
3: so that's kind of where i am
1: that's
3: beautiful you know that's uh actually very nice (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, okay, Go for it,
3: Neil. No, no, no. Go for it.
1: No, no. I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh since I'm the oldest one, like a grumpy old man or whatever. It's like, I'm indifferent. You know, it's like, I believe shit ain't really going to change. Like the profession I'm in, like I hear crazy shit like almost every day. One of my kids dying, somebody getting mugged, somebody getting shot. Somebody just sent me a text today, one of my little homies that I loved to death, like I saw the potential in him. You know, I'm not gonna say the place or the location, but he just got bagged up for robbing somebody and killing them. So it's just like another youngin that when I was with him one-on-one, you would see the light in his face, the smile, just then I love you, you my man, whatever. But now when you get back into elements, it's like, damn, I lost you too. So it's like, if I could look back in the past, five six years i know i've lost at least 60 to 70 high school kids so now it's almost like i'm becoming different so like when i hear when i have professional meetings and um professional development meetings and i hear all these new teachers and oh my god i want to be a voice of reason and i want to change and i couldn't and i'm just in the corner like that was gonna keep happening like i can't get attached anymore and i don't know whether that's a good thing Or bad thing I don't know whether I'm protecting my emotions where I refuse to get um, develop that relationship because I do I I do develop the relationship with the kids but it's almost like when I hear bad shit happening or something happened or such-and-such this young man I'm like oh well another one and it's like I don't know if I'm protecting myself but that's the way I'm at I'm indifferent but I know the biggest thing for me I think which is vital I think if you don't protect your own inner peace, you're done. So, to piggyback on what Keltrick said, like, and John used to call me that a couple of episodes ago granola bar crunchy. Like, I'm into chakras and prayer and meditation and things that I can't change, I don't get involved with. You know what I mean? Like, it's like sometimes Keltrick and I have a dialogue, like, if you want to be the difference, you got to change. Yeah, I get that, but I got to protect my inner peace. So, I'm like him too on the same thing. I don't. I distance myself from the internet. My mother hates the fact that I don't even pay attention to the news anymore. I'm like, yo, every day we see something. This person got killed. This cop did this. This. I'm like, can I see some joy? So to protect my inner peace, I just distance myself from everything and work on concentrate on me and what I can fix. So that's me and my daughters. And then, of course, my family, my four members right here, things of like that. But even them, they'll tell you straight up, sometimes when I go through my stuff, I don't even let them know. John, Keltrick, and Rod would be like, damn, you was going through all this and you ain't tell us? Because I don't believe in adding extra burden on to what, you know, they got their own lives going on. So my shit, yes, they love me and it's important, but my own burden, I, I think it's, for me anyway, I think it's selfish to me to add an extra burden on to Keltrick knowing he got newborns, Rod, knowing he's happily married with a family, Everybody got their own shit, so it's just like I'll just distance myself, and of course, Keltcher could check up on me, and be like, bruh, you ain't even got to talk to us. Just let us know that you are okay, and that's it. But that's the way I handle myself now, man. I just got to work on me and what I can control. Everything else, I pray for the best. I hope for the best, but I can't let that bother me no more, because it, it takes too much. It takes too much when you hear these tragic stories and this and that. It's like, I can't.
2: I told you a while
1: back when you don't tell us, it's selfish. But I understand. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, like I agree with you. Like totally. Every time you check me on that, and I love you for pulling me up on that. Rob, do it too. John will be surprised. And sometimes I feel like I heard John's feelings. He'd be like, "Dog, I never knew." It's like I want to tell y'all, but Not it's like feelings. <laughs> it's like I want to tell y'all, but it's like to me from my point of view, <clears throat> like y'all got your own shit going on. Y'all got lies going on. So i feel like my situation whether it's six weeks six months or a year is like an added burden because we love each other so i wouldn't even do that so i'll just either figure it out deal with it on my own and i always bounce back so yeah but we ain't. yeah but point, point
0: of information i don't know if i've ever said to you that 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 was selfish i don't think i've ever said that to you because i i and and i'm i'm gonna be the the outsider with this one um everyone is built differently Mm -hmm. Everyone is built differently To to receive their trauma To process their trauma To cope with their trauma And how you do it I can't tell you how to do it Now I can tell you what I think might be beneficial But that even might not work for you So um, I I just let people be where they are And when it comes to me There are very few places That I will choose To be vulnerable in Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Because I I I know what my trauma did to me and how my coping mechanism was pretty much to shut off emotion and not everybody um, not not everyone is 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 able to deal with people who consciously understand that about themselves Mm -hmm. so I'm not bringing my stuff to any and everybody I'm not because if I process it to the point where I'm just like hey it is what it is I got to keep moving I don't need someone tell, telling me no you can't keep moving you gotta stop you gotta talk about it you gotta f-. no i don't i'm good like this works for me so you know i wouldn't yeah. tell someone how they have to do what they have to do
1: yeah because a lot of people i see and i like how you said that right a lot of people think we all different machines we all move differently like you say so i may move a different way and somebody else be like oh my god you're killing yourself i'm like nah this is how i function i've been doing this forever but kind of with Keltrick, I'm not speaking for him, but he kind of enlightened me. I think when he says selfish, and I, like I said, he could say it, but when we talk, it's almost like, dog, we 20 years in, we family, if you're going through some shit, you could talk to us of all people above, not above anybody else, but you know, if you don't want to talk to nobody else, you could talk to us and I kind of understand that, but.
0: But just so I'm clear, I, I didn't say I, I don't have the vulnerability. I said there are very few places because oh, i i don't it, trust it. i don't trust everybody with my inside
1: exactly right.
0: i don't exactly. trust everyone with it so um and then when it comes to like dealing with this daily stuff that we see in every day um it it has not it it, it hasn't um numbed me not yet i'm not numb to it yet This is something that i you know you know we've been seeing since the 80s you know since our whole lives we've been seeing this and then we've studied it for you know, before we was even born. So for me, my process—I'm not numb to it yet, um, because because I'm still here. Uh, that means I have the ability, hopefully, to affect some change. You know, within my family, with with the with the people that I'm coming in contact with, the folks that I work with—that's a part of my own job. And when I all when I wrap it all up, I pass it through the prism of slavery. It's not like I'm getting up every day to pick cotton. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting up it can't see morning working a can't-see night, you know, with no, no shoes on my feet. Like, this This is not the worst that I have had to, to process. So, I'm like, let me just do what I gotta do and, and try to be, you know, positive, beneficial change for folks coming behind me or coming up with me. That's... But once again, we are all built differently.
1: You know what, I ask you and Ron, you know but, but when I say numb in the sense of when you hear another senseless killing of a youth or whatever, are you shocked? Like, Oh my god or when I say numb in the sense of like we've been hearing it, like you said since the 80s so nothing takes me back and make me go oh my god it's like oh here we go with this again that's when i say like it feels like i'm numb to it cuz it's like yeah. it's not shocking to me anymore yeah yeah
2: I, I, I would say it's not surprising i think when i say numb it's I almost ignore it you know what i mean like i don't i don't go seeking out that information. I don't, if there's something that I, you know, I don't like watch the news and chase the stories in that way. If it comes to me, it comes. Like, I'm not oblivious to what's going on out there, but I'll try to... This year, there's this book called The One Word. And I think I shared this on this before when we, when nobody was really listening to us. But in in the book, it's kind of like you, you select a word and that's kind of like your... defining moment or what you choose to kind of represent for yourself you know for the rest of the year so at one point i hit i picked the word grit uh when i needed to just kind of buckle down this year i picked the word intentional and i think that one resonates with me the most currently because i got my son was born last year my daughter turned four on saturday i got them to, to worry about i got my wife I got y'all. I don't have space for BS. I don't have space or the energy or the capacity where I want to, you mm-hmm. know, give energy to anything that's not bearing fruit. And if that means foregoing relationships with people that may be blood that I used to be cool with, that I used to be friends with then so be it. Right. I, I think at this age and stage in the game, our time is limited. We're on the back nine. All of us. We're on the goddamn back nine. What we don't know is when the end date and the end time is going to be. So between now and then, I'm going to be excruciatingly intentional about the things I invest my time, my money, my love, my space into. So when I say Neil, holler at me. When I say Rasheem, holler at me. When I say John, holler at me. I got space for Mm y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't it ain't because you know i i can deal with what i got but i also give you guys space too because i love y'all like that you know what i'm saying so that's what i mean when i say you know neil holla
1: but you know what i love though what our said and john and y'all know this we've been 20 years in it it's almost like and john said it a while ago it's almost like when i disappear john will be like oh neil going through something he'll be back it's like y'all know my traits now. So it's not even surprising no more.
3: So, so like well. I was going to say, I mean, as far as everybody go, like y'all just said, we all respond to different things differently and so on and so forth. Um, I'm of the opinion that like when you are going through something, raw, Keltrick, we have a bond and we understand one another. But I'm not going to like pull it out of you. You know what I'm saying? You I feel like when you are ready to talk or when you're ready to, you know, do whatever, or if you're never ready, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm here. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to be the one that is going to be like, yo, knock, knock, knock.
1: What's going that's on? That's my job. And that, exactly. this
3: dynamic, that's my job. It really,
1: <laughs> <laughs> really no, no real. That's true. That's no very go. true. No um,
3: as far as like my mental right now and I thank God that I would, that I came up the way that I did. I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the show before. I know I've said it to y'all, but I feel like I've gone through a lot of really tough times as a young person and it made me stronger, made me stronger. I'm not talking about what anybody else did. I'm talking about me. So I feel like if you go through the tough things early, it makes you a different kind of person. And it's much better to go through it early for the first time rather than going through it late. I've seen people go through really difficult circumstances later in life where they feel like, you know, you've been doing everything, quote unquote, right. And then you hit a rough patch in life. You get fired. You get divorced. Unfortunately, you lose a family member to death or whatever the case might be. And it can be extremely destructive. Um, I'm just not that kind of person. Uh, when I hear the stuff that's going on politically or with law enforcement or whatever the case is, I get active. Um, I don't get sad. I get mad. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to organize. I want to march. I want to set shit on fire. I'm ready to, you know, that's my mentality and my personality. So, um, I don't get sad about these things it is very unfortunate like Rosh said it's been going on forever since before we was born it will be going on after we're dead uh, I feel like we owe it to ourselves and to our children and to the future to you know make it as better as good as we can I was talking to my daughter who just turned fourteen um about this whole current situation and we're gonna get into this right now um you know the the streak I guess of police murders that's going on and like I said she's fourteen and she said to me um I feel hopeless because I don't think it'll ever change. And to me, that was like the saddest thing possible because it's like she's 14. And for her and her little generation to already have come to that kind of conclusion uh, about things is uh, terrible. So I feel like I want to push that much harder. Uh, I'm not the kind of person to, you know, kind of get quiet and get into my little zone and be like, okay. I need to take care of me and, and shut it down. I'm going to push all that out and do whatever I can to you know, fix it or want, want, want. That said, uh, I guess we should get into why we are talking about our little emotions and how we feel. It has been a very, uh, I feel like emotionally draining past few days. Number one, we had, I'm going to mispronounce his name. I apologize. Um, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin. okay. Derek Chauvin's trial. uh, For those who don't know, the killer of George Floyd was found guilty. Um, He's in solitary confinement for 23 hours a day. I read somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to be locked up with the child molesters for the next few decades. A tough way to do his time, but it's much better to beat to death in a general population. But then right after that verdict. And it was kind of funny to me. Not funny. Ha ha. But funny, strange that everybody was like. Oh, the weight has been lifted. We feel so much better. Somebody got found guilty. And like literally, right then, One there hour. was another terrible, egregious uh situation with a young woman, Michaela. Makia McKee- 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 Bryant. Bryant. Um, for those that don't know, again, uh, she was 15, 16 years old. Where was she? What city was Columbus, she? In? Ohio. She's in Columbus,
0: Ohio. But let before we go and swing into Makia Bryant, let let's unpack that that Derek Chauvin piece just for a little bit, mm-hmm. because I, I don't know if you remember where you was when the OJ Simpson verdict came
1: down. St. John's University. I remember
0: where I, I was. At University at Albany, upstate New York. Um, I think for this generation,
1: this is our it, OJ.
0: This is, this is, this is, I'm saying there, we, we had all OJ.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. How so though? I don't, I don't quite get it. No,
0: I'm, I'm I'm saying in a sense that people in mass wanted to see the criminal justice system come down on the side of a black man. Like with OJ, we wanted, we wanted OJ to beat it. We didn't want to get into the conversation as to whether or not he actually did it. Like I said, that's the asterisk. Did he really do it? But we just, we just, you had, you had Johnny Cochran fighting for him. We was like, we want OJ to beat it. And then you had everyone staked out in front of a television at the time of the, the reading of the verdict because the line had been drawn. Who, who are you for? Who are you against? And I think in this Chauvin case, same thing, a line had been drawn. Who mm-hmm. are you for? Who are you against? And will a criminal justice system come down on the side of a black man who had been murdered, because even though we, we saw it on tape, we still was like, uh, I don't know. He might beat this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Like it, it's this generation's mm-hmm. OJ OJ Simpson mm-hmm. verdict.
1: Okay.
3: I mean, um, I guess I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel Where like the parallels. Uh,
1: no, no,
0: that's that's what,
3: that's, that's. I think that's, that's a, yeah. That's a
0: that's
1: a real Because <laughs> it caused a lot of racial tension, and, and based on the outcome, you was going to see how. the situation was going to go because i remember back in st john's if they had found oj guilty it would have been crazy and i know when they fought when they acquitted him, all the white kids and black kids they ain't talked to each other for like a week there was no conversation no nothing they was just like it was crazy
0: back back then the divine line was white and black this this time because you had so many white people so many asian people so many native you had everybody represented on the side of of right of justice, of justice. Yeah. yeah everyone and even then you know we you know, we could talk about whether or not justice was really served um but so now the dividing line i think for me is not white black but um racist and not racist like i'm sorry there's no way someone in it for me there's no way someone could look at everything that they've seen and think That Chauvin should have gotten off. And in my mind, we not uh, make that as he's racist or she's racist. Like, in my mind, if you think Chauvin should have got off, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to automatically think you're racist. So for me, I think that's that dividing line.
3: I mean, um, I was actually kind of surprised that he was found guilty, to be 100% honest, because, you know, stranger things have happened. I'm glad that it happened and all that. Um, But now, that isn't the uh, the the end result. Like everybody was like, "Yay, he got found guilty." You got to get the uh, sentencing first.
2: The sentencing is going to be critical because it's, it's very similar to what happened to Oscar Grant to some extent, mm. right? They got found guilty. But I think they was out of jail in like two
3: years. What did I mean? What did uh? What did, was he? What was Chauvin found guilty of? Was it murder one, second degree, or it was manslaughter? It was three charges. Yeah. uh but do it, i don't think it went a, a above um a he might get 5, five years. years he might get a sentence of 5 years
0: they're saying he's, <laughs> face, he's facing up to 40 and then people like don't hang your hat on that um right. uh pr- prior to um the, the trial he he signed a waiver pretty much the waiver opened him up to the ability of being getting the harshest sentence possible mm. um but he signed a waiver it was like now nah, i'm not worried about that so now that he's been. He found looked
2: surprised
1: that he got he found guilty. Like yeah, you the see the eyes. Face, I was like, this dude. Yo, this dude really thought he was going to get off. No, nah, John. You. Here you go. I found it. He he was found guilty of second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Hmm.
3: That's interesting. That seems like three different charges for the same crime or whatever. I did want to point out one thing. Like um, Chauvin was a training officer. Like he was considered by that police department, you know, like the epitome. Of what we want our rookie cops to emulate. We're gonna send the rookies out with his ass and y'all follow him around and you know do what he does. So I it I thought that to me that is uh damning the entire department. It's more, it's bigger than one man, it's bigger than that one instance of things. Um and really what we need to talk about is qualified immunity, as we keep coming back to, but it's like we can't get to that esoteric. You know, legal framework because we keep getting these murders. They keep on happening. This murder after murder after murder.
0: Yeah, Rose
3: well, Even brother. Even, even like,
2: no matter what side you're on, Democrat Republican, because I want to bring up the Nancy Pelosi comment about how he sacrificed himself. That pissed me off. Nothing about what he experienced was sacrificial. He didn't volunteer for this. He didn't, you know, say, "Hey, you know, pick me." He didn't sign up for it. This dude was murdered, man. And I don't believe she had any in- uh, negative intention with her comment, but it came across as very uh, ill-informed, very much so, uh, not in touch with the situation or the community in which she's trying to speak on behalf of. And then I think about, you know, there's this bill sitting on their desk from 2020 that can address all the things that his murder kind of created.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it just, you know, Charles Barkley said this at during the NCAA tournament. I didn't see it, but I, I saw the clip of it around. They play both sides, Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. And Fair. you can't trust really neither one of them. And, I'm, and in my mind, you got to you have a majority in the House and the Senate. There's no reason this bill should be just sitting
0: there. There are reasons why the bill should be sitting there. Why? Because because the majority that they have in the House is slim. The majority that they have in the Senate, it's, it's, a, it's an equal, it's 50-50, and only thing that gives them majority is the fact that the vice president can vote with the Democrats. So when you think about it, there are white people who are Democrats, who are elected by communities that, 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 that skew Republican. But they said, we'll give you a chance you you you're a good white boy go go represent us so they're going to represent the 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 wants and the desires and the needs of their constituent community which will just as easily put a republican in that person's place so it's not like they're coming from communities that are full out democrat which makes the votes very hard to get when it's 50 50 because they're going to be like yeah i can fall in line with what what chuck schumer says or I can fall in line with what my community wants me to do. That's the problem with um, Joe Manchin right now from West Virginia. Them West Virginians would rather a Republican, and he's gonna he's gonna walk that fine line and do what they want. So it's not as simple to be like we have a majority now. If we had an overwhelming majority, then yes. But right now, it is 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 even, and they are not gonna fall on the side of Democrats just because they're Democrats. They're going to do what they want, what the community wants them to do. I, and people need to understand that.
2: They did a 99 to one vote for the coronavirus. What, what, it just happened today, I think it is. 99 to one
0: to that. Yes. What was the, what was, what was the issue, though?
2: You, you, you shared. Why was it 99 to one? Why no, would I, everybody I get behind it?
0: Because it's coronavirus. It's not race-related. Fall on, the, still, fall
2: on the sword. They, not, they're putting political ideology ahead of. It. They're putting political ideology ahead of what is the right thing to do.
0: I I always, it. of course. <laughs> what, but what I'm saying is, when we say that it's simple enough for them to just go on ahead and do that, I think we miss the point. We don't. We don't have a full understanding of what they're dealing with. It's not simple.
2: All they—they're not even. It doesn't look like they're even trying. That's the point. If if they put it out there and it doesn't pass, let that be. We tried. It did not work. Let's go back to the the
3: drawing
2: board. sitting there right now.
3: I'm no fan of Democrats, as everybody out there knows. But to their uh, credit, or at least maybe I should say to the leadership's credit, they are floating a lot of different things and trying to do what you just described, Keltrick, which is is like, we're just going to put it out there. We know it's not going to work, for example, D.C. statehood. D.C. statehood passed the House. It is probably not going to pass the Senate. But they tried, you know what I'm saying? And in the end, that's what we have been asking them to do. I totally agree with you. Both sides quote-unquote are trash and need to be thrown out, which is why I represent uh, a different, you know, alternative period. But I mean, they're doing what they can do. I think that it's a, a terrible situation and whatnot. Um, but it is, you know, Manchin got to represent his constituents and womp, womp, womp. That's just kind of the way it is. I'm on Neil's side with this. It's like the drama that goes on in DC is very uh, performative, to use an internet word. Um, it is what it is, but sometimes they perform stuff that I like to see. Sometimes they perform stuff I don't like to see. Speaking of things that we don't like to see before we get further into the woods and representing uh, democracy and whatnot like that. Unfortunately, we got to talk about um, Makia Bryant. Bryan. So um,
0: Makia
3: yeah, Bryant. Bryan. So um, long story short, and again, None of this, at least to my knowledge, is. we're not talking about facts just yet because it hasn't been completely spelled out. The long story short is she was 15, 16 years old. Uh, she allegedly called the police herself. She was in a foster situation. I have read that she was basically being attacked by a group of people, some grown people, some young people. Her dad was out there. It was just a big free-for-all brawl that we've seen on the internet many different times, and unfortunately, right when the police rolled up, um, she had a steak knife in her hand, and she was swinging it at somebody. And before you know it, the cop jumped out, uh, shot her four times, she's dead lying dead in the street, and that was that.
1: So, And that's the thing that I think causes all the chaos, because there was a lot of fuckery on both ends. The way they made it seem, it was like, it was another senseless killing and cops and it. Other- but in the video my daughter showed me and they fronted like she wasn't outside you know what i'm saying Saying, oh she made the call she wasn't involved but in the video you know alleged video that i saw she's outside yes she's getting jumped or whatever by a bigger girl or whatever but she got a big ass long steak knife mm-hmm. the girl is against the hood and she was about to go like this and that's when the shop blasted her five times in the back yes that's foul and all that nature but mm-hmm. it's almost like he's it's almost like that cop Save that girl's life because you got a steak knife getting ready to go into your neck. You've done it. So it's, I don't know. It's, it There's sick. a
3: lot of misinformation and disinformation and the problem with the internet is that we always, we take a little snippet and we take a little snapshot and people run with it and, you know, wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. But um, th- what she had was a steak knife, but steak knife condom, it's not a butter knife. But it was about this length. Can a knife of this length do some severe damage to you? Absolutely. No question about it. Um, but the problem with this is, and again, it's kind of interesting to me, the cop that shot her was the son of the sergeant that ran basic training for this, the police department. And he was a very young man. He was also a marksman. So what I'm saying is that he was probably very well trained. He was literally raised by the man that, you know, did the police department recruiting and whatnot like that. Um, I refuse to believe that there were not other alternatives for uh, fatal uh, use or whatever the case is. I'm former military. I'm, I'm sure that there are some former military people out there. There's a thing called a use of force continuum. Police and military are not the same, I grant that. But if you are in a military situation and you have the capacity to use fatal force, you can't just jump out and immediately start shooting everybody. You know what I'm saying? You've got to announce yourself. You've got to raise your voice. You've got to use nonviolent means. You've got to use this. You've got to use that. And only as the last possible resort are you supposed to pull the trigger and kill somebody because you don't know what it can lead to and what can happen. Um, in this particular case, this man could have very easily, in my opinion, hit. He was close enough to reach out and hit her ass with a baton. He could have tackled her. He could have tased her. He could have. Used base, bullets. pepper spray, rubber bullets, yelled, shot in the air, done a bunch of different things, but his immediate thought process was to get yeah. out and start shooting, send a mask right at her, and grab he a knife.
1: Yep. I'm a play devil's advocate. Are you feeling Devil this don't way need way? no more advocates? No, 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 no. Are you feeling this way because we are in the midst of the no. whole George Floyd and everything else? Because I don't know, and I could be wrong, forgive me if y'all know cops too, but based on what I used to ask in school. I don't know any cops that are trained to injure. If they pulling that gun, they're going to buck you. And that's the up. problem. That's the no, no problem. No, 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 i me ask you a up. question. Let me ask so, you a question. No, so no. Let me finish. They, then you so then if you roll up for a cop and you roll up and you see somebody with a butcher knife mm-hmm. or whatever knife like this mm-hmm. and you see them and they're aiming at somebody's neck and you're not, forgive me, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking like, oh, shit, they might kill this person. So I'm right. not saying he was right to take her life. Hell no, I would never say that. But I've never heard of a cop that said, if I pull my gun, I'm going to pull it to injury. Hey, Neil, That's, that's the an, problem, though. That's the problem.
2: You know, There's there several several videos out there of, of police encounters with different people that don't look like this young lady <laughs> where they have been the target of the knife. And people are literally going after the person. They're not shooting them. There's a video that came out when they killed the brother up in um, Brooklyn, Minnesota, I think the very next day, a dude was in a pickup truck running with the the, dude, the police officers hanging off the side of the goddamn truck. They didn't shoot him either. Oh, I did see that. You're right. You're right. You know, You're so right.
1: You're right. You're right. You,
2: you also have these mass shootings that are happening all over the country. Unless they off themselves, most of those folks get apprehended, too. So it's not like there are several alternatives and ways that they can deescalate to what John's point is without using lethal force. And what what pisses me off is when they see people that look like us, women that look like us, the first thought is to neutralize, to kill. If it's somebody that don't look like us, white, the first thought is let's de-escalate. And that's the problem. Like they don't, I don't, I don't, I don't it doesn't appear, it doesn't feel like I. they don't approach those situations with the same level of aggression. Like they come at us like I got to defend my, like, like, like they are really like under threat. It's like if, mean, you, if you if you take this job, I mean, they just they don't need more training. They get enough training.
1: Mm-mm. They need more I need training. To, I need and I but agree see, with you. Right. My bad. Go ahead, John.
3: I mean, I just want to point out, like, as we know, in America, the police stems from slave patrols back in the day. It is based on founded on anti blackness. They absolutely have a different response to black people than they do to, uh, other people. And as far as Neil is what you were saying, you was like, the cop is going to come out. And if he pulls his gun, his, his, he's going to shoot it. And he's going to shoot to kill. That's the damn problem. You know what I'm saying? We, he doesn't get to kill somebody. I feel like she was wrong. I'm going, I got you, Rob. I got you. <laughs> she was hundred percent wrong. Um, she should have been arrested. She should have been charged. She should have been on trial. She should have got justice in that fashion. If it means jail, then that's what it is or counseling or whatever it is. What she shouldn't have gotten is a funeral. So we've got to change the whole mentality around how law enforcement interacts with everybody because they do kill white people, Latino people, Asian people, you name it. They're killing people left, right and center. But um, that's the problem. We've got to change that mentality wherein the police officer can literally kill you because you're trying to kill somebody else you wrong he can't make it he two wrongs don't make a right kind of thing all right go for it Rob
0: first off we all work with we all live within the system system has rules system has laws and um, system has a structure that you can you can operate within if certain things happen you're allowed to do certain things but if other things happen you're not allowed to do that same exact thing uh, if a cop hops out of a car and they see that someone is in danger of of losing their life, the system allows them to shoot and kill mortally. The the system, the way it's set up, allows them to kill the person. Not just them. I'm a a member of the the Second Amendment community. In D.C., at the very least, if, if, if someone is in a position where they could potentially kill me i could kill them with 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 my firearm or if someone was coming after john with a with with a gun or a knife i could shoot them before they get to john i I, you know john i would but a stranger on the street i wouldn't do that because it's just too much wrapped up in, in in the criminal justice system so all i'm saying is we're in a system that has trained him to hop out and and buck and we we got your back. Like there's a lot of black folk in the, in the second amendment community that that's 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 applauding what this officer did. And what would you do? And and what what happened if you was the mother of the of the kid who was in pink? I'm I'm sorry I'm going to get to your comments later. Uh, if you was the mother of the person in pink, you would want him to, to shoot that woman with the knife? I I'm, I'm not with that. I'm just saying that the system allows it. The problem is we don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. The so, system
2: also allows de escalation.
0: The, the the young lady was in a position where from the outside it appeared that mm-hmm. she was about to take someone's life. So the cop leaned on a system that will oh. allow allow him to shoot and kill somebody. I have a problem with that, just like everybody else, but I recognize it. So my issue is and black folk not gonna like this because they always want to say it's respectability politics and all that BS. We have got to understand that in certain situations, we will lose every single time, period, end of story. We will lose every single time. And this young lady was in a situation where she lost. Mm -hmm. So when do we start working with ourselves, our people, our family? Because if you look at the video, come on, you got to look at the video. She called the cops. Mm -hmm. The cop she called shows up. Mm-hmm. And when the cop she called shows up, she charges two people. She charges that two people. Yep. Not just the woman, the young girl in the pink. She mm-hmm. charged that someone else who was on the ground before that in front of the cop. The cop right. hasn't had a minute to talk to anybody, hasn't right. been, had a minute to the, the, I, I'm not, I'm not in any way excusing what the cop did. What I'm saying is this so boy, I was like. No, I'm saying, I'm saying this white boy is looking at it. He's gonna pull his gun at who he thinks the aggressor is. He does not know who called him, and he gonna shoot.
2: Yo, okay? no, so, hold on, Jay. Let me let me say this one thing.
0: Hold on, let me go back and get all this old comments. It's and it's I didn't so say everything thing. that was on my mind while all of y'all was talking, and then jumping, waiting to jump in on my comments. <laughs> I let everybody talk, and then all of a sudden people want to jump in on my comments. But I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> I,
1: mean,
0: I didn't say nothing while y'all was talking. We, we let you finish. Go ahead. No, y'all we didn't let you finish. Still, no, you did.
2: I think it's funny. I think it's real funny how last week you say Kim Porter was intentional and this week you give this cop.
0: I didn't give him out. I'm saying he's intentional as well. And so he's, I'm saying he's, he's operating within the system that's going to protect him. And I recognize that he operated in a system that'll be like, yeah, you did the right thing. That's what I'm you're saying.
2: You're giving him the grace. But I'm not to, to act within the system. I'm not I don't like the system. I didn't say you have to like the system. I'm just saying that you I find it very interesting to me that see here you
0: go with your things. Kim Porter <laughs> or whatever her name was cuz I don't even know if that's her name. I she didn't operate within the system. The system would allow you to pull a gun and say taser. Those are two They're separate like things, Cage.
3: Right. right. She made a Here's mistake. my thing. Number one, the girl is 15.
0: So and the white boy didn't make a mistake. He was intentional. Once again, made, it's a difference. He didn't make he a, made mistake. a huge
3: mistake. I refuse to believe that he made a massive mistake he because he mistake. skipped he over. He well, he knew what he was doing, but he still made a mistake because he skipped over multiple steps in that use of force continuum. His you know, police they, department they has they not
0: a, have, they, they have. an, an it's called idle in defense of life if you are in defense of life you can pull your gun and shoot somebody that's what the cops have
3: it's called Iron. Iron. that system is wrong and it's wrong because like you just said he pulled up hadn't talked to nobody didn't know what the hell was going on he pulls up and starts shooting he is wrong he's not, saying though, John. i am it's not saying so he so isn't young. wrong
0: I'm not saying he isn't wrong. I'm saying he operated within a system that's going to protect him. That how, system is and wrong and the system
3: that. cannot be allowed to protect him anymore. And that's Question. why qualified immunity has to go. So how he do you, can be personal, personally responsible for the mistakes that he's made that cost somebody their life. I, I mean,
2: it's just like Tamar Rice, in my opinion. Like I look at it in, in a very similar way. You, how do you roll up on something and you don't have an opportunity to ascertain to determine what the real situation you see, this you don't you haven't asked no question. Hey, stop, stop. You haven't said nothing. You just come up, you see something, you start blasting. That doesn't oh, mean, Well, you know, he did say something. Only
0: only in, in, in movies and in television where cops says freeze, people right. are gonna stop. But, but can we be honest for a second? It's not gonna
1: happen in real life. I, I think I think Rod did bring it up. And just real quick, so you the cop, you wrote up the same That's girl right. that called you, all of a sudden, like Ross says, wait until you show up. And then she wants to act buck wild and grabs a butcher knife. So you the cop, you're gonna watch her stab that chick. Nobody's saying
3: watch her. Again, use but of force. Moment, John,
1: you're in that moment. You're in that moment. You're in you that somebody, moment. Somebody with a butcher knife.
3: I don't know if you have watched the video or not. There's a few Lose seconds a where time. he gets out of the car, a very few seconds, and he has to make a split second decision. That's why they need more training. But he had time. To get because the girl runs. I mean, uh, Makia Bryant runs to where the victim is. She's got her hand raised. In that time, he could have pushed her. He could have shot in the air. He could have tased her. He could have. Bopped over the head with a damn baton. He could have done all manner of things, but his first instinct was let me neutralize the threat. He had I no know. idea what was going on. He did not know, know who anybody was. I don't
0: know uh, if you really watched that video that closely. Word. It
3: wasn't because word. He because he because it fell. wasn't
0: that it wasn't it was it was quicker than that. And then on top of that, when yep. she came down to the street and she went after the girl who fell, there was also a grown man mm-hmm. who was kicking at the girl who fell. This cop has got to identify who's the girl on the ground, who's the grown man's kicking and at the moment's got to figure hit, it all out then he right. tur- she turns around and she goes after the chicken the pink. like that's right. a lot of process and all
3: i'm saying is the system is going to be like
1: you did the right here, thing man.
3: is wrong the system yes. is wrong and I, I agree and, with you. and therefore if the system is wrong it yes. is absolutely critical that people loudly protest that system his actions because otherwise they're going to just be like well you know she had a knife and she was about to kill somebody. She's not that it's foul that she was about to do that. Not good. That was not a good thing. He shouldn't just people are like, well, what you want him to do? Sit
1: back and let him stab the girl? Nobody's yeah. saying that. I'm saying that there must That's be what the public outcry would have been, though, if God forbid that girl did get killed. They'd have been like, why the fuck he was just standing there and you
3: let that shit happen? But he, we're not saying he's standing there and letting it happen. We're saying that he's trying to figure out what's going on. If the girl, God forbid, stabbed the other chick in the in the pink shirt and you know he got her and he hogtied her, her ass is getting a charge. Yes, is the girl stabbed now? Terrible. Yes, she is. Is she going to go to the hospital? Yes, she is. However... Like that is between them two, and now the girl that stabbed her is going to get a trial, and she's going to get prison or jail or whatever it is that she gets. How but are you so what he did—that—that—that—that that, 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 that girl saying who stabbed isn't going to die. Okay, maybe she dies. Then this girl's getting charged with murder. All right. So my point is, that's her damn charge. That's mm-hmm. justice. He don't get to roll up and kill people because murder is wrong. No, she would have been dead ass wrong if she stabbed that chick. We don't that's like the crime.
0: John. We don't like the fact. that that he right. does get to roll up and do that. He like, does not right. get to do
3: that. No, no, he no. Don't get you to don't do that. you don't
0: you don't want him to do that. You think it's wrong for him to do that. I believe it, the same thing. But right. the system it is absolutely wrong. The system right. is set up to allow him to do that.
3: And, and that's and- why we need to change the system, which is basically built by who? Democrats and Republicans. The entire system is corrupted and corroded. It needs dope. to be tossed out system is built by the white man
1: oh and are we coming from this at a humanistic point of view or or race point of view if she was white would be still upset john absolutely Uh, police brutality impacts everybody
3: everybody police do kill everybody men women and children black white green oriental whatever or asian or whatever my point being is that it's all wrong he's dead wrong um There and I'm seeing a whole lot of rationalization, not just from you, Ra, but from various people. I'm not rationalizing
0: it. it. you just said showing you what the system is is allowing him to do. I mean,
3: this I read somewhere that something like eight out of sixteen thousand police that have killed somebody have been charged and found guilty of murder. (laughs) Over the the last I think it was ten years, something like that. Sixteen thousand cases of it. Yeah. Eight have been charged and found guilty.
0: There's a system. There's a training video. I can't remember the name of the training video, but it's a training video. And they show a lot of the recruits oh, about that, the, the, the traffic stop. That yeah, to the, the, the white guy who who who's at a traffic stop, Um, the cop shows up, cop doesn't use lethal force and all of a sudden gets his blunt brains blown out. And they yes. use that to scare a lot of these cops that 100 percent. Like, yeah, you shoot. So long as you do it within, you know, within this stuff. And even if you're not within this stuff, we'll take care of you because we got the, the blue wall. But the, all they the, want to do is
3: go home at the end of the day.
0: So, Police so just want to go home. So once again, I'm not sitting back here shocked and yelling and screaming like, oh my God, I can't believe it happened. That shouldn't have happened. Mm, no, it's it absolutely played out the way it was it was going to play out by their playbook. Nothing and shocking about that. I don't that think
2: I don't absolutely think must end. The cop didn't escalate it. I think he just played the cards. I think he played his cards wrong. There are several situations where they escalate, and that leads to them using this, this lethal force. I, I still stand on the grounds that, you know, this one this little girl, she should be here. She's two years older than Jill. You know what I'm saying? She two, three years younger than your daughters, you know, Neil and Ra. So I just I mean, when we was young, we got into some dumbass fights.
0: Get dumb ass fights. We was riding around Georgetown. Hey! No! No! No!
2: No! 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 no. What are you talking <laughs> about? Hey! 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 I like how you do yo, jokes. Hey! The thing is, is you, like.
1: Check like, for you. Wow. Everybody is hey, like, hey, cool hey, popped.
2: Hey! 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 Yo, everybody about? is always talking about.
1: What you certain so, 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 so amount of I'm years passed,
2: where uh, you can't be uh, incriminated uh, no, no more. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Basically, but it's like, um yes, Trisha Burles, yes. He had yeah. to pause me. But, no, but Cage <laughs> was mean... trying to finish his thought. I'm sorry, Cage. I <laughs> no, no go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. I mean, I think that this is a situation and I, I also kind of want to delve into why is it that we are so more violent and harsh and attacking, I guess, for lack of a better word, amongst black people than we are towards Ooh. other people. And What I mean by that is.
1: can i I finish
3: can i finish what i'm trying to say so it's my understanding that the girl uh makia bryant had a bunch of problems and she had called whoever she could she called the law she called her dad she called this person that person everybody got together we having a free-for-all brawl in the streets at no point in time did anybody say hey why don't y'all leave us to fuck alone i'm gonna take my child i'm gonna drag her ass back into the house I'm going to you know, close the door or whatever, whatever. It's because we ramp it up. Social media helps exacerbate shit. And I think that we really need to have a discussion about our acceptance of violence within the community to solve problems because it's, it's simply not working. You walk on a
0: fine line, John, and it goes back to the thing that I alluded to earlier. No one wants to talk about that because they get Trapped in this this phrase respectability pro, uh, politics that we need to act in a respectable way, and I think that's that's that that's that that's an element that contributes to our downfall as a community. Um, Old school lessons. Uh, 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 Farida might, might appreciate this. Way back in the day when I was in the Nation of Islam, the minister kept talking about something that Elijah Muhammad would teach on every single week. Every week he'd come back with the same lesson. Every single week he did this week after week after week after week. And then one of the days the minister was like, You know, you keep teaching, saying, you, know, you keep going over the same lesson. He was like, Because you haven't learned. Mm-hmm. Like we keep going over the same thing over and over and over again because we haven't learned what it takes to break that cycle of violence. And I think what might help is if there were intentional conversations about how, about what we are responsible, what we control. What do you control in situations like that? And if we are clear that you don't control absolutely nothing outside of you, then at the very least control your damn self. So that means you don't as much as you want to, Mouth off at somebody as much as you want to get in somebody's face, as much as you want to run after people. You just don't do that because the people outside of you don't know what your intentions are. They don't know what you want to do at the very least. Just be like, All right, I'm good. I'm gonna go my way. You go your way. We, we don't talk about how do we de de-escalate these situations? We don't talk about, you know, this whole keeping it real thing. You know, Dave Chappelle had his skit when keeping it real goes wrong. And we get caught up in the goes wrong every single time because we want to keep it real. We got to have serious conversations about, listen, how do you behave in certain situations? Don't get caught up in the word behave, but how do you do what you need to do to ensure that you get to go home? The cop wants to go home. But what do you do to make sure you get to go home at night? And yeah, I don't really. think we have enough intentional conversation about that.
1: And, and, and that is so real. My, 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 my homeboy's son, who just went through being bullied, things of that nature for a while you know he did the whole swell stand up for yourself go fight back i think i told y'all this a while back he taught his son how to fight back went and fought the bully caught him with a nice right to the jaw knocked him out his head hit the side of the concrete gone so now the kid that was being bullied and they were like stand up for yourself had to do a little time because he killed a little youngin the little
0: it, Eric Eric said in one of his comments, but that that that's what black families do. Yo, we like the like we coming from black families, and we've created and cultured black families. But the majority of black people in America are not coming from two parent, one parent sustained households where they have families that talk about this stuff. like our our communities are still wrought with poverty with broken families, with broken households, and they need us to go in there and be the substitute for their family that they may or may not have. Like, it's good. We, we good. But there are people out, a, a lot of our family, a lot of our Black kids, youth coming up in non-families, raising themselves. And you 10, 12, 13, 14, expect to figure this out on your own. You can't because everything you try to figure out is going to either be misinformed or flat out wrong period eh, i mean yeah. come on now it's, don't tell me at 15 you, me, you knew exactly what you were doing
3: I, I think no i was... feel like it's not as it's not nearly as crazy and buck wild as it was when we were teenagers it that is means. very violent it, it, don't do the comparison thing don't, i mean that, that's you, what you that, said don't,
0: don't do the comparison thing well, you know what right you just now, said now.
3: right now you was like a lot of 14, 15-year-olds is, you know, roaming feral children in the streets and whatnot like that. It's not like that. The, is there some that. of that? You was like 14 and 15-year-olds figuring it out. They life. were roaming
0: the streets and feral. I'm saying that they are, they are environments that are that are poverty-ridden, uh-huh. low-income. I live in a food desert where mm-hmm. kids can't even eat. They, they only got three supermarkets in all of Southeast and Northeast D.C.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? Like, this isn't just a small area where a few people live, we are talking about major urban environments mm-hmm. that are suffering.
3: Mm-hmm. And so it's, no, on no, purpose, it's just a little bit. It's on purpose. Well, I mean, in the wider range of things, it is that area of southeast that has the food desert, for lack of a better word. I think that it's very purposeful. Um, There's a reason that it's been set up that way. It's zoned that way. Everybody's been kind of pushed into that area for a certain reason. And now that white people have discovered it, they're going to start pushing their asses right out of there and going to start moving in and building Starbucks and Whole Foods and all that other kind of thing. But my point of all this is, is like I, I come from a family that fights. I've raised my children. We, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to fight somebody, you know, that is what it is. But you, but do, also, you also, but do you
0: also raise them to understand that sometimes when they fight somebody, they could end up on the other side of a cop's bullet? Do you, do, you, do you put that as a part of your raising?
3: Absolutely not, because they will not. Because if that type of thing happens, like, I try to put myself in a mentality or mindset of, like, these are the, this is your life here, kid. And you sometimes you got to fight maybe you got to fight with your words maybe you got to fight with your hands maybe you got to fight with your mind but sometimes you got to fight um does this mean that i think that if you go out in the streets and defend yourself that the police are going to kill you absolutely not uh this it should not have happened in this situation uh that is the whole damn point so i mean yes the system is built this way and it's designed this way and so on and so forth but we cannot accept that uh period we shouldn't have been accepting it all this time we damn sure cannot accept it going forward if that is the criteria then they got to change the criteria
0: but what do we what what, what does that mean though no, that's that that means me, that's like, qualified that's like immunity. sprinkling pixie nope. dust that's nope. not going to happen overnight that's not going to happen without Confrontation, as Maxine Waters said, like, like, yes. W- w- what do you mean by like? People need to fully because yes. someone's someone's gonna hear this, And, right. and then tomorrow, I'll be like,
3: yeah. What does that We need to do X, Y, and Z. So that's why we need to be talking about the actual problems, which is qualified immunity, which makes that cop, that individual cop, personally responsible for his activities. So if you fuck around and you accidentally kill somebody when you shouldn't have, your ass is on the line, your pension, your house, your job you are going to suffer for that. So, and so, I think that might stick in his head because they clearly don't give a shit about you, but maybe you, thinking, oh man, I'm going I'm to lose my house if I kill this did you Did you hear that
0: Tim Scott, the, the, the Republican, uh, the black yes. Republican from South Carolina, yep. it has approached the Democrats this week and said, yo, let's pull out that qualified immunity piece of the, the George Floyd policing bill. And instead of making the cop individually responsible for it, Tim Scott is suggesting that we now make the precinct the police station responsible for it. And, and for true. me and for me that's a that's a poison pill because the, the cops and the police station will always get indemnification which means they're not going to be held liable for what happens
3: I mean, I don't trust no black man, no clean-shaven black man, period. So anything that he says, asks, comes at, I feel like is questionable, bottom line. I wouldn't trust that fool as far as I could throw him. So- but,
0: but, 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 but this is politics we're talking about now. So he's going right. to bring it to the Dems. And the Dems might be like, well, yeah, if we strip qualified immunity, we'll get Republican votes because we know how they do. Yep. So now what you're talking about that must go is, is covered under the canopy of qualified immunity. Mm -hmm. If they strip that out the bill and qualified immunity is no longer a consideration, then they'll still have qualified immunity.
3: This is why it should not happen. Um, I don't know how familiar y'all are with what's going on in Maryland. We are the first state in the union and it has been proposed by some people out here in Montgomery County. I'm very happy about that. That qualified immunity is coming off the books here. So if something happens in the state of Maryland, that individual officer is going to be on the hook for that. Now, Mm -hmm. The flip side of that is that it's going to be Buck Wild this summer, in uh, Baltimore, and Buck Wild uh, down in Annapolis and what have you in PG County, and it's you know this is the job that you've signed up for, law enforcement, but um, that is unfortunately a better situation here. So shout there, out, to, there are shout three out to
0: Michelle who said we're better than clubhouse rooms, but go ahead. There are three states okay. that no longer have
2: qualified immunity, so it looks like it's through Mexico. Uh, I'm perusing right quickly. Peruse. Uh, Maryland. Looks like Minnesota. Potentially in Colorado. I'm sorry, Colorado, Connecticut, and New Mexico. So, who knows? It could be a trend. I don't think it's going to happen in Texas in no time soon. But, you know, in those areas, I would love, I'm would i curious to see what's going to happen Um with the police as they, as they get involved in situations like this. It's, it's crazy to me that these things happen in some of these places. Like, who would have thought Minnesota? Chicago makes sense to me. Um, the Carolinas makes sense to me. Virginias makes sense to me. Um, but I don't even know if you hear anything that happens, like any situation. Like, you hear it in California, like in like San Francisco, Oakland, more specifically Oakland, and then LA. But I feel like these, they feel almost segregated to certain parts of the country. Um, I agree with you, John. That it needs to be out the books. To go back to the initial question that asked, I think John asked a question. I think it's socioeconomical um, to to really get to the root of this. When you when you know better, you do better. And I've said this a couple of times. I quote Fred Taylor a lot uh, with this quote attributed. I, I signed it to him. But exposure leads to expansion. When we was young in the hood, we fought. I don't know. I I never used you know no weapon and like that. But I would I would throw these hands like everybody else would throw their hands to defend yourself. That's what you was taught to do. When you get out of the hood and you you know all of us have have, have attributed some some semblance of a, of a of a good life, you think that like that shit is dumb. Like it's not necessarily the wisest decision to fight. Um, to to Neil's point, I mean we the older you get, the more conservative the, the more conservative you become anyway. For the most part, I'm not fighting nobody right now. I ain't got time for that. Um, I don't think y'all gonna fight nobody right now. Now we get, get sauced up and something happened, you know. It it may happen, you know, it may go down that way. But if it's we ain't bad. if we if we sober and we in our right state of mind, we ain't we we gonna walk away. You know what I'm saying? So when you that age, you know, you feeling invincible, you gonna you gonna go you gonna fight force with force. You know what I'm saying? So if I go back to me being fifteen years old, you, you coming at me, I'm coming right back at your ass. So I don't I hate that this 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 young girl lost her life. I still blame the adults. Um and, and the reason why this happened, John, I, John was absolutely on point of talking about social media, people probably was recording this, mm-hmm. trying to put it on social media to make you know it go me. viral. Oh yeah. And you know, that is part of the problem.
3: This, Everybody was out there filming it. They was hyping it up on social media. The, I mean, I am assuming. I don't well, know for a no,
2: fact. No, no. I know that for, without even knowing it for a fact, I know it for a fact. Because that's what we do as a culture. That's what we Everybody do. do that now. And I think, have y'all watched Coded Bias on Netflix?
0: Mm-hmm. Um in twenty second time out, we don't have to assume about whether or not people were recording it. There are two videos out there that show everybody who was in the vicinity. You can look at it and see if people reco- were recording. I don't mean it.
3: just recording it. I mean like in other words, to get when the, the type of animosity and anger that I saw was when you know, we showing out to a degree for the crowd. We know that everybody is looking at us. We know that everybody is talking about this. We don't want people to think that I'm soft, I'm a punk or whatever the case is. So I'm going to take it to the highest level possible. I'm gonna get a steak knife. I'm gonna bury it in your damn ass. I'm gonna get my daddy and he's gonna stomp on you. We are all gonna come together and fight like this. And it's because I personally think that we have swallowed the uh, larger mainstream cultures outlook and opinion on us and just simply don't give ourselves the same kind of humanity. You're not going to go and stab some white person that runs over your cart at the grocery store with a damn butcher knife. But you will kill your next door neighbor who's black and you probably grew up with because y'all are mad. And she said you was ugly or your baby is fat or whatever. You know, it, it just it's all stupid.
0: Yeah, I tell you, just um, it, to, to, to Cage's point about not really jumping out there to fight now, because, you know, we older, we smarter. And I think even the young people need to recognize don't don't just jump out there and be ready to fight, because um, just because you win a fight, whether it's a physical fight or a firefight, don't mean, necessarily means you're going to win. Um, you could lose. And the worst mm-hmm. case scenario, you could lose your life. Um, like my cousin Charles Royal was talking about how in Georgia you you can't find ammo. You can't. Mm-hmm. He's talking about uh, 45 caliber uh, shells. They they are they they're sold out. The price is going up 25 percent, nine mm-hmm. millimeter shells. I can't find nine mm-hmm. millimeter ammo. Nowhere, like people got guns now. So while you out there thinking you you fighting somebody and somebody pulls a gun, like okay. That's
2: the
1: same thing now, to the we're know, talking about teenagers here, but you never know who you're gonna run upon. I don't know if y'all saw that little meme with the little youngest was trying to rob some dude with a gun and the dude yeah, slapped a gun out his hand and body slammed him on the ground. He yeah, was yeah, so hard. I was just like, Yo, you never know who you're gonna run upon. So that's Fight what I'm saying. This is random Yo, Neil, to describe
3: what you was just saying, this is a random dude that was on the street somewhere. Some kid walked up to him with a gun. Maybe it was a fake gun. We don't know. But he had enough wherewithal and sense and training to recognize this little young child here, stupid as you might be, thinking that you're going to rob me, literally knocked a gun out of his hand, dropped his ass on his head. And they both scampered off like uh, squirrels yeah. because he knew I'm not going to kill this kid. I'm not going to do something that's going to... You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, get away from here!" But I
0: don't expect a cop to do that. Why? Why?
1: Because I know know, they're not not? trained
0: to do that. They're not trained to do that. Even
1: with your scenario, John, you know how we could come back on them? Because we also... I don't know if Keltrick saw it, but we saw the video. So he knocked the gun out of his hand. He slammed them on his back damn near head. So now if he had killed that kid right there, then Even though he was getting robbed at gunpoint, it would have been some shit. It would have been some
3: shit, but it would have been clearly I thought that he was about to rob me. I didn't mean to kill him, but yeah. oops, oh, he, he would have been wrong for that. But again,
0: the way the system is set up, he pointed a gun at me. I right. can protect my life, and if he dies in the process, so be it.
3: That's how the system is set up system needs to change. Speaking of, I know that we talking. We already had an hour and 18 minutes. I know we could talk about this forever. Uh, by all means, please touch base with us. Tap in. Send us some emails. Tell us how you feel about it. We'll try to get to them as much as we can, maybe this week and next week. But we got one more little thing to go on real quick. Um, it's a little bit more personal, I guess you could say. So, I got a little uh, inbox from a guy and basically he wants to know how, what is the best way to let a woman know that he is not interested in her. So basically, long story short is uh, they met. They was online. A lot of interaction. He was not interested in this woman. Uh, she came to town. And at first, they was going to meet up. But they didn't wind up meeting up. And she, uh, the woman texted him and was like, you know, I'm so disappointed because he had been telling her, yo, we're going to get together. But then they didn't wind up getting together. And so he was like he didn't know how to tell her the truth, which was that he didn't want her. So bringing this to the to the uh, to, to the panel, I know what I would say, but I wanted to get y'all's general you know, take. If you have ever been in a situation and uh, people out there in the comments, you can also add to this because I'm sure it's the same. If you reverse the genders or whatever, whatever. But how do you tell somebody, you know, no, thank you. You know, I don't. I don't want you. What What is the best way to do that? It, I, it, when
0: we were talking about this earlier, um, there was an important piece that I think you, you kind of left out. That um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna add to it. That the dude is actually kicking it with somebody.
3: Oh, uh, so, true. So yes, he, there you go. So
0: he's 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 fine. He's comfortable. He's like, I don't need you. Like for me, I'm like, he don't owe her a damn thing. He don't got to tell her nothing. If he decide not to to kick it with her, so be it. But he don't owe her nothing if he chooses to talk to her about it, I mean, good for him. But if he doesn't, um, as Kelly said, ghost her. I'm, I'm good with ghosting people. I, I don't care about that. I'll ghost you in a heartbeat.
3: No. What he should do, and this is what I told him, um, make yourself clear once <laughs> and then you know, you've said what you had to say and that's it. And whatever kind of narrative might be going on in her head, you're going to be the bad guy to her. It doesn't really matter, but Because, again, you don't necessarily want her or want, want, want. But you got to tell her at least once. Because, again, they have been talking or whatever, whatever. She was under the impression that we're going to get together. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, yo, you got to tell them once, male or female, either side of the game or whatever. You got to make yourself clear at least once. And then after that, what they decide to do is their business.
1: I never understood why it'd be so hard to tell motherfuckers. I'm not interested. I mean, we've all done it to some degree. But, don't front, don't be a little culture. You know, I have said, no, nah, I'm good. If you thinking about what I think. Uh, you know. I don't know about that, man. Neil, I don't Neil, know about
0: that. You, you've turned it down? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm not even trying to say no. I'm just listening and taking it all in. So
3: I remember a I'm certain case it. in Neil's past where didn't quite come clean. Let's Felice, just say. We loved having her on the show.
2: Yeah, see What up, Reese? Um, Neil, keep going, man. I'm just I'm listening to you say this BS. No.
1: <laughs> wow. Go ahead, fam. Bro, I my situations, which you've all been relevant to, I have told the truth. They didn't like the answer, <laughs> but I have told the truth. But, but did you I tell them right? after the fact, no. or did you do like in it like before? Process.
0: No, No. Okay. You you probably dropped like clues, like nah. I'm Thank not... Into, you. But at, at any point in time did you say, listen, the same word... Hold
1: working? up, hold up. You know what? And we're talking 20 years ago. So if we're True. talking 20 years ago, if somebody's telling you, nah, I'm not interested, I'm telling you what the deal is. I, I was never... Hold up. In my defense, and y'all can all say, I have never been that outright, I want to hurt your feelings person. That's my cousin. That ain't me. I'll just be like, nah, nah I don't think so. It's not working. And if they don't get <laughs> the hint... It turns into what it turned into but you know
0: wait hold on a second these 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 sisters out here talking about men just don't know how to tell women well that's that what i was done. saying. I, that's what, no. all right so i had a situation in 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 college where i was dating somebody and um it was a good summer thing. And then we came back for the fall and, and I saw that um it was this was an undergrad. This was an undergrad. And I Man, saw
2: two weeks in a row. Was it a it, medicinal thing?
0: No, it was it wasn't medicinal. No, um, a medicinal
2: won't be actually, just a good summer thing.
0: I, I know, I actually, I, To be honest, at this time we, we hadn't we hadn't done the do. I was I was still a virgin. I was a virgin so I was damn near twenty. So it, it, we hadn't even done a do. This was like getting and and when we came back for college, and I saw all this stuff around, I was like, Hey, it's not gonna work i think it's better that we go our separate ways because i don't want to be in the situation
1: where you, i see you wouldn't every, do that
2: I and see i, and, 100%. I told her,
0: and she was not trying to hear it so for all these sisters talking about the brothers don't say brothers do at times be like listen i don't think it's gonna work blah, blah. and it'd be sisters would be like singing that no 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 i ain't letting you go from dream girl song you know what i'm saying that happens
1: you don't want to know rose it
2: works on both ends though right so Listen, I, I I think when I was younger, I was probably a lot more direct than I am now. Um, I think you just—I don't even know how you even lead up to that point with somebody you're not interested in, for you to have to, you know, tell them it's over. I think the the discernment that people should have as they pursue relationships, whether it be just sexual or you know, something a little bit more serious, like, you know what your vibe is. Like, you know what you want to vibe with, at least in my mind. So in terms of when it's a wrap, I think people mutually know when things are run its course and you go your separate ways for whatever those reasons are. Um, But I think if you're honest the entire time, and you're not leading people on and saying, hey, I want to be with you. I want to do all these things. When you know you don't, I think people are, more apt to just say, you know what, we we both agreed, like, hey, it was cool while it was cool, and until next time or until you know next lifetime or
1: whatever that is. And I gotta give a laugh to make Ron Keltrick laugh. In my defense, in that situation with moms and grandma, I did tell that person it was over. They didn't believe me. You know I did.
0: Then why but why was life. she call- why was she calling me, Neil?
1: And she didn't believe me that I said it was over.
3: Do we and need we, to tell this story real, real quick? Can no, we just tell the story? It's okay.
1: This is 20 years ago. This is like so 25 years world. ago.
3: Okay, I mean, in my opinion, can we? Fine, right, go everyone, ahead. Everyone everyone hates on five joys. Okay, so can't, tell it,
0: can't tell it. can tell it. can tell it. Okay. 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 Listen, y'all. See you gotta you get go, John,
2: John, John. has to do some inserts, though. Yeah, you like, gotta get,
0: give me the color commentary, John. Color commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, go here's go a, so here's the thing. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm, I'm 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 gonna be ignoring your comments for a second. So so Neil was dating somebody, somebody that actually, um, I she like Neil leveraged my word. To kick it with her because she didn't want to talk to you, Neil. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Nah, he's a good dude." Da 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 da. Um, she so then, had
1: many female friends,
0: right? So I was like, "Make it happen." So now Neil's dating her. It's been a little while. We move into this new crib. Now all of a sudden, Neil is ghost. And then no, no,
2: no. you got to talk about what they bought too, like the gifts.
0: I oh, know I'm gonna get, get there. So 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 Neil is ghost. In in the process of their dating, he she had purchased him television, maybe a VCR, some clothes. clothes third things right so stereo um, is stereo so time has elapsed and they are <laughs> Hold on, let me get through this let me get through this time has elapsed and and now they are going neil has going his, is going his separate way he has found a new in. shorty he has found a right. new shorty him I he has have... in he has he has brought the new shorty to the crib we even sparked him on a new shorty like yo what's up with her yo you still with someone so why are you bringing this shorty to the crib and, I was, talk. Like, and I was like hey this is going to blow up, and when it does, I don't know this shorty. I don't know her because we knew it was foul. Go ahead, John.
3: I okay. had no problem with it because, Neil, to me, it was very upfront about what he was doing. Now, upfront in the sense Thank that, you. upfront in the sense that, like, New Chick got Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Old Boo got Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. No, but, I mean, his, no. his schedule was clear. No,
0: John, New tri- Chick <laughs> got, a, got a got a trip to new york to meet new trick new chick not 40 trick. slip
2: 40 slip 40 slip.
0: <laughs> new, new chick got a trip to new york that i was trying to say trip um to meet uh, grandma new rock, new and right. mama and while neil is with the new chick up in new york his 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 lady at the time is blowing my phone up talking about yo who's this girl picking up neil's phone Okay, no, you got to tell the story real quick. Okay, Let me step in real hold quick. on. Wait,
1: wait, wait. I got you. So I gotta re elaborate that story since we shed me out. Oh, and y'all going? Y'all stories is coming out too. So while I'm in New York, I ain't really saying nothing. Before, before I even left to go to New York with the other young lady, me and the original one were on the outs. It was like because they didn't know we were. Stop! On the
3: outs. I can't do it. I can't. No, wait, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> we got to the... Okay, so. We had all oh, moved so we into can a wrap group this house. up, y'all. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Okay, so we had all moved into a group house very quickly. Uh like a this is house. August 2000. or something. A house, right. house, it, was, house, I mean, it was a townhouse, it was in in a row house. So uh me, Ra, and Keltrick was had gone to like the movies or gone to the mall or something like that. Uh Neil's girlfriend, his old girlfriend, who had bought him all the stuff, was calling Ra. And so we was like, uh, we don't know where Neil is because Neil will disappear did, on your ass. did not know. So we literally did not. He didn't tell us, hey, tell her I ain't here. Tell her I'm in Timbuktu. He didn't tell us shit. So we was like, we don't know where Neil is. So we are coming home from the mall or whatever. And I promise you, we was like walking up the street and our house is like here. We're coming from here. Neil drove this way coming down the street. But you got to tell where we, she was. And at the same time, his girlfriend was waiting for us on the porch. The, the, the old suit. girl was on waiting for us on the porch, on, on the, the suit, suit, with her girlfriend. Because she was like, I'm done with this. I want my shit back. I, I don't care anymore, whatever. So as we are walking up, we didn't know that she was going to be there. We didn't know where Neil was. As we are driving, as we're walking up, Neil, Neil in the driver's seat, <laughs> the mother, his no, grandma,
1: grandma, the no, the girlfriend, girlfriend was in the, in the front seat. seat.
2: Mama and grandma in the back and seat. In the
3: back seat. was in the back seat. And
1: as he drove by, <laughs>
3: as he drove by, the car full of Neil and his new woman and everybody else looked at the old one and she's on the porch looking right at his ass like this. And what? what and we then do? we drove by so and we walked, and we walked, walked up, up. And we was like, ooh. <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, we dying. did this to Neil. We was like, Neil, just drive. Just drive. Keep driving. He yeah, saw did it too. Yeah, he I saw it too. It. So check
2: this out. Check this out. So yeah, I did do that. What's even funnier?
0: This was before World Star Kelly. I'm just,
2: I'm, I'm dying laughing because did
0: have a, a, a video camera. I'm sorry, I
2: did, I did have a video camera. Yes. So what I also did too is I started playing Kirk Franklin like gospel <laughs> music. Yeah. Oh, so and they did all this. I blast that in the house. The, so everybody so
3: we skipped a step. We skipped a step because we let them in. Because the old girl wanted her stuff back. That's why she came in. The new girl was in the kitchen washing dishes and cooking. She cleaned the cabinets. She can't cook for the goddamn... She was like 18 18 or 19 years old. So she's coming in. Keltrick has turned up gospel. It's blasting, too. The reason why we sing, it was hilarious. I was just like, yo, please... I just didn't want to see Neil's grandmother get into a fight or nothing crazy. Cause it, you it was one of them situations. We
2: didn't no, no, really no. know what was going to happen. But we've been okay. funny Neil lived like the third floor. So,
1: Oh yes. Like, of it, let's not so, talk about that neither. Let's so she that.
2: had, she had to climb up like three different flights of stairs to get all her shit. then come all the way back down. She not make like multiple trips. So we are dying and laughing. My door is like right <sighs> by the steps. It's wide open. And I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm cracking up laughing. She is so pissed off. I even think that she talked to you on the way at the, at the last trip, bro. No,
0: no. We, we um When we got there, she was in, everyone's in that area outside of our bedrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She beefing with Neil, beefing with Neil, beefing with Neil. Mind you, Neil had already brought her to the crib like a week or two earlier, and that's why I was like, I don't like this. It smells good, and I looked her dead in the face. I was like, yo, if this blows up, I don't even know, I don't know you. you. I don't know <laughs> you. So we're all there. And and Neil's ex is in my in in Neil's face, and then she stops in mid sentence, and she points to me. She's oh, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And you knew all about this. I looked dead at her. I looked at Neil. I looked at the new girl. I was like, "Yo, I don't even know this shit.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't yeah. know her." Yeah. I-,
3: I cried, <laughs> laughing. I sat on the <laughs> steps and just laughed until it hurt it was painful i was it was it's one of them things that it, it, you yo. If unless you was there it just won't be the same so and the crazy thing about counting.
1: that whole night though is when the ex came and met me in front of the stoop and was like yo if i gave you one more chance would you let her out the house she said like, wow. yeah he told us that yeah. yeah she asked me she came to the front of the steps with everybody still upstairs Shorty cooking and cleaning, she was like, yes. Yo, if I gave you one more chance, would you Would you let her kick her out? And I was Damn. like, Ah, man, we, I,
0: I guess you had that medicinal
1: meat, huh? I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Woo! Or okay. oh, medicinal mouth. But, I'm but, a medicinal brother. <laughs> <laughs> Good little show.
3: Good show. Good but, show. But, but listen, y'all,
0: I, I, I to, to wrap this all up, I guess all of this is because Neil is saying. <laughs> that she couldn't take it out, she wow, couldn't
1: take Kelsey a note. She could o- not o- take o-
3: note. O- so, on that note, uh, straight no oh. chasing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh,
1: thank you so much for doing in. Oh, Let me
3: get some of these comments in.
1: Oh, my god, With the tears, though. I mean, the, but wait a minute oh, that
3: wasn't the most god. that wasn't the worst thing in my opinion we'll we'll get on to Neil's more trifling episodes on another show because we got uh, there's more there's more there's more and there's worse oh,
1: but oh, it' you know, crazy we, but it's love though that was we'll, 20 leave, we'll leave it
3: for the next show that was 20 years ago he's a different person uh, but this uh, is uh, now, that's funny so <laughs> that was like uh, 10 milligrams
1: aka dr Scope. oh my god that is all bad. Uh oh.
3: Anyway, okay, straight no chase of the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Again, up, please like, share, subscribe. This one on Facebook, Instagram, Mo. iTunes, everywhere the, the podcasts are. So uh we're gonna wrap it up. Y'all got some
1: final words for the people? Mo, you see how they was doing me, fam? Mo, they was that? trying to air me out, Mo. But don't worry, we're gonna talk about John soon enough.
3: Oh, there's <laughs> nothing to talk about with John. I did nothing but sit around, read my Bible, and listen to Frank Sinatra. I mean, okay, that's it.
1: That, so, Mo, come on, Mo, you making me? Come on, Mo, chill. Don't, don't, don't type stuff like that, Mo. Don't do that. Oh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you? put? Put it back up. No, 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 no. Oh. No. Wow. Well, I mean, we can Thanks go in it.
3: right now if you need to. Mm, we didn't once upon a time. No, <laughs> no, okay.
1: no, no, no.
0: Love you too, Farida.
1: Any final words, man? We love y'all. Thank you for tuning in.
2: I want to give a shout out to my cousin Ronisha, man. She's listening in on YouTube,
0: so I appreciate you, cuz. Love
2: you. Yeah.
0: Dirt yeah. Nisha was, I think that was a new listener. Shout out to Nisha. That's my, cousin.
2: That's my cousin.
0: You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, sis. Yeah. Um, shout out to, to Michelle uh uh Morton. She was a new listener as well. nice, um, a viewer, because y'all get to watch, y'all get to watch Please it. Please
3: subscribe.
0: Yeah, everyone on 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 um Apple Podcasts are listeners, but everyone on YouTube are viewers. So wonderful viewer. Shout out. Welcome back, Cousin Charles. Um, so listen, y'all. Straight with an eight S T R eight. No chaser Hit us up. Um, click the link for the straight store. You know, we 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 got uh uh meet the meet t-shirts out there for you. Nice straight no take chaser t-shirts out there for you. Queens, you deserve the world t-shirts out there for you. And once and once I got Get the the, the platform straight. We are going to have the medicinal meat t shirts out there for you.
2: We gotta have a medicinal mouth now.
0: No, I ain't doing another one. We can't have like 50,000 t shirts out there. This is Neil has. We're not gonna have a a catchphrase (laughs) every single week with a new t shirt. It's not gonna happen. I mean, that don't make sense. That's not smart.
2: Medicinal internet.
0: Neil's internet bounced out. Neil Um, said he's done. Yeah, and it was like, I got to get up and teach these kids in the morning. Right. Um, all right, everyone. Appreciate y'all.
3: Yes. Once again, till next week, next Thursday, we'll be back. Please tune in, tell your friends, and uh, as always, get money.
0: What else? You note, get
3: money in what? Fuck the other side. <laughs> That's what you say. I you. All right, y'all. <laughs> Peace. Peace. There you go. We do need print on demand.
0: I say peace out, God bless, and good night. <laughs> Straight, no chaser.